Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Nally B. Today we're talking... Sex toys and stuff like that. Sex toys and stuff like that. Natalie, what is sex toys? Uh, sex toy is an object or device that is primarily used to facilitate human sexual pleasure, such as a dildo or vibrator. And most popular sex toys are designed to resemble human genitals and may be vibrating or non-vibrating. So downstairs business. Garbage brain after dark. I guess you could buy a fleshlight and eat it out. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> Fill it with peanut butter. You have to have, it's like the dishwasher, you have to have a clean and dirty. It's like, no, this is the clean room fleshlight. This is the one, I'll put blueberries in there, kind of shake them out. Put a couple Slim Jims in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know how like, they have those like um, dog bowls that make the dogs slow down and it's like a very shallow dog bowl and it has like a, a plastic maze inside of it and, and all the food like nestles down in the grooves of the dish and it makes it so the dog has to really like work to get their food out of it. Like if your dog is stupid and it'll just gulp food until it pukes. It's like that for people. I think we're coming up with a million dollar idea maybe. Garbage Brain University. M million dollar idea. You just fill that fake vagina up with spaghetti. Oh, and then you're talking one strand at a time. So you get... Yeah, you have to figure out a way to get out, get that out. Those guys are pretty deep. So like a few <laughs> inches deep at least. They have different textures as you go right. through them. You would have to like get your spaghetti out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like it would be like a thing that would slow you down because it's going to be like a, like a logistical issue. But also it will be like something that you use to restrict the amount of stuff you eat because a vagina will only holds so much. You can't overeat as much. Yeah, and I... You're not going to go and refill the vagina like four or five times you're going to start feeling like an asshole. <laughs> well, they... First of all, they also have an asshole version. Right. <laughs> That's if you're on a diet because it's tighter and it's like a little bit smaller. <laughs> <laughs> it's tighter and harder to get the food out of and it's smaller so you have portion more portion control if you're getting a little fluffy. <laughs> Fill it up with people food. <laughs> Fill it up with people food. You can't lose. <laughs> now, normal people food, we've discussed this a long time ago. It's an episode called Our Dog Inventions, I believe. Originally, the idea from people food is that you have little kibbles of food and you have a set amount and that's your calories you need for the day. Right, right. And there's the idea that there's different flavoring powder. In this version of the people food concept, I think you simply have lube that is... Oh. Like barbecue people, sauce. People lube. People lube. <laughs> <laughs> so it lubes your food up, but that would make it, that would defeat the purpose because it's supposed to slow your roll a little bit. Or is that just a way you have to lube it up to get it in? I think what you do is you put a serving of ketchup on the top of the hole uh -huh. and you push the food in nugget by nugget. Uh huh. Fall <laughs> on you. And then. <laughs> You know, most people sit in front of the TV or computer and just kind of shovel the food in. Uh -huh. And they, they're not paying attention. They kind of do it at the speed of eating. Uh -huh. And as many of us know, if you eat as fast as you normally would eat, like if you're eating with people, you tend to talk at the same time. Right. Right? And so that slows you down. But if you're just eating in front of the computer, you just kind of, you're listening. You're listening and watching, and your mouth is doing all the eating. So you eat right. at the speed of eating. Right. 
and that's we found out as a species that's too fast right <laughs> but if you have to fish it out of a floppy vagina right now i'm thinking i will have lunch and i will just sit and put on a, a youtube or play geoguessr or something like that and it's very mindless i'll eat whatever i've made my eggs or whatever <laughs> but imagine this you get in and people food i'm imagining is is somewhere between the size of cocoa puffs and combos i imagine them to be slightly smaller than cheese balls yeah that's the about a, a centimeter so i think you lube up the people hole <laughs> with ketchup you shove a bunch of those suckers in uh-huh. you just open a bag you shove them in until the bag's empty and then you've got it it's like a little spill proof <laughs> caddy yeah you put in your cup holder exactly <laughs> it fits right in the cup holder of your car or truck uh-huh. you just fish those out one at a time while you're driving right and then you have to somehow like coax the people food out of the the fleshlight with your tongue while you're driving around you get good exercise good facial muscle exercise good uh mouth exercise i think everybody needs to practice licking cheese balls out of an asshole <laughs> I think we combo it up, we create jobs, we make a million dollars. All in a day's work. Easy peasy, flashlight squeezy. Right. I would like to point out, take a little break here in this uh, great idea. This episode was requested by Josh, Renee, Quinn, and Pi is exactly three in the Discord. So if you're having any issues with the content today, <laughs> you, that's who you have to thank. You know what you're in for. If you're not a member of the Discord, you can join it immediately. Patreon.com slash Garbage Brain University. We got a bunch of friends on there. You can tell us what to talk about in the topic suggestion channel, but we got a bunch of other stuff on there too. So check we it out. We got cool vibes. If you're lacking in mellow, cool vibes, that's where you need to be. So Natalie, who invented sex toys? Sex toys have been around probably since before we were human beings strictly speaking. Like, they, they've been around for fucking ever. So you think we were walking around, like, in the first part of 2001. You think we got the bone, smashed the skull, and then fucked the bone. Dildos were, like, the big thing, always, for the history of humanity. People have been making dildos. There are artifacts from the Upper Paleolithic that were called Baton de Commandant. Commandment Baton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baton de Commandment. They are like shafts that they find fucking everywhere and they don't know what they are. I had like air quotes around that. They don't know what they are. <laughs> right? <laughs> They don't really say that they are dildos, but it is disingenuous for them to not admit that they are dildos. Oh, really? Because, like, they are dick size, and they are, like, the perfect size for a dildo, and sometimes they will have, like, fuck symbolism on them. They carved, like, a guy with a big boner into the side right. of it. Right, or, or, you know, like, they'll have, like, fertility symbols on it or something, right? So it's obvious that it's used in, the, in those contexts. Penis de Willendorf. Right. But they are trying to be very, like, highbrow. And they're like, uh, hmm, that's probably something very important to them, but we don't know what it is. That's what they're going to say about our dildos, too. <laughs> <laughs> this was clearly an item of importance. It was placed in a special chamber under the bed. <laughs> it was found with a glass implement containing cannabis residue. <laughs> 
I will say, I keep my sex shit and my weed shit in separate drawers. Thank you. I was thinking, <laughs> not everybody's drawer rich, Natalie. Right. Some right. people have one drawer. When I was younger, like before I had a kid, like I just didn't give a shit. My stuff was everywhere. Like I had a jar like on my desk in the living room that just said weed on it. But then like when you have a kid and he has to start hiding your stuff. And so your various paraphernalia collections get smaller and smaller and you have to like tuck them into particular areas where it's like low risk. It's their fault if they find it. Right. And so here's the thing. is like when Nona was real little, whenever she would like stumble across like stuff that she wasn't supposed to find, I would always tell her it was an iPod. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, what is this? I'd be like, it's an iPod. And she's like, oh. Because I was always enough to like, to, to like, she was satisfied with that answer. And I, I used that explanation to the point where it was like way past the point where it should have been working. <laughs> and so I'm looking forward to her getting older and telling stories about it. Because she'll be like, remember when you just call everything an iPod? <laughs> The one time I specifically remember is I remember Nona was just, I don't know what age she was. She was little. She was stumbling around in the bedroom doing whatever. We were all in the bedroom. I don't remember. We were watching Octo Octobots or something. Right, right. She holds something up and she's like, ooh, look what I found. You go, that's my iPod microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my, my iPod microphone for right. listening to tunes. <laughs> you need to put that down. That's not your business. <laughs> Obsolete piece of technology. Right. <laughs> Attempt no landing here. Right. <laughs> like, I'm pretty open with my, with my kid, but like, there's a good limit. I'm not going to be like, oh, yes, that's my bong collection. I'll just be like, no, those are my water iPods. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> We call it the wet iPod. They don't make those anymore. If you touch it and break it, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> those dildos. Those dildos from the upper Paleolithic. Guess how old they were. So Paleolithic suggests, does that mean Stone Age? I don't know. I'm not. This uh, isn't the Paleolithic episode. 50,000 years. 30,000 years. But they're old dildos. That's really but old. But they're quality dildos if they're still dildos. Think yeah, they're still around. When's the last time you had a dildo last 30,000 years? I'm asking the audience, not you. <laughs> there might be some reptilians. If you're a reptilian, shout out in the Discord. <laughs> right. If you're a reptilian, how long do your dildos last? <laughs> First dildos, what were they made out of? Rocks. Wood, bone, limestone, teeth. God. Teeth? <laughs> yeah, it says teeth. I don't know. What? <laughs> you like a big tooth. Oh, wow. You maybe a mammoth? Like a mammoth tusk. That's a rare dildo. Right. <laughs> that's like, that's how you make a dildo in Far Cry Primal. Like a brontosaurus leg. Something like that. That's not a tooth, though. That's a leg. But bone is on the list, too. Think about it. They didn't have silicone back then. So they had that dildo from 30,000 years ago. They had uh, double-ended dildos as far back as 19,000 years ago. Wow. Freaky. Deaky. Double-ended ones? I assumed that was a modern invention. No. I thought those were... That was one of the first inventions. I thought those were like exhibition pieces. People love it, apparently. It's why we're here, apparently, because we've been doing it the whole time. Much to think about. Cave people, what's up? Cave people were just doing their thing. Folks like to talk about the oldest profession. I believe the oldest profession was crafting dildos because we figured that out 
way, way, if the first dildos are 30,000 years old, we made dildos and that got us 20,000 years before we started saying, hey, maybe we should figure out how to farm corn. <laughs> maybe right. we should plant all of our wheat in one place and reap it. Right. We perfected the art of nutting. Now it's time for us to have corn. <laughs> <laughs> There was all kinds of Egyptian paintings with people using dildos. They used to grow plants in medieval times that they would soak in hot water and it would make them get all bloated and they would use those as dildos. They called those the Cantonese groin. Like that doesn't sound very PC to me, but this was like the medieval times. You know, if you say this is the this is the Chinese something or other, it sounds like your old racist uncle is saying it. Right. But I will admit <laughs> I'm from Cincinnati. I grew up in Cincinnati. And I still feel like if you say anything is a Cincinnati blank, it sounds nasty. Like, <laughs> oh, that there's a Cincinnati waterfall. Yeah. Looks like you got on the Cincinnati elevator, baby. <laughs> Cincinnati elevator is when someone kicks you into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> that There's a Cincinnati vibrator. You know that's not going to be what you want it to be. No, it's not. That's like when you have to try to nut off on a vibrating... Uh, seatbelt in a semi like you know when you're in like a diesel truck and it's like and it... you just raised about a dozen questions by saying <laughs> you know when you get into a semi and it has a vibrating seatbelt no i don't know <laughs> i have not known this situation i need to know more now truck drivers we would be wholly unsuited to being truck drivers we would be great at being truck drivers you could drive the truck real well but we could i take think turns driving the truck and we could get places twice as fast and be famous for being such great truck drivers that sounds good it seems like an industry where you would be generally recognized and praised by your bosses right <laughs> keep my iPod microphone in the cab. <laughs> right, always. In ancient Greece, they would make breadsticks that were like dildos that they would use like dildos. What? Wouldn't that be dry? Grease it up. Oh, it was grease. They would use olive oil. Yeah. You just said grease it up? That's not what I, I meant, though. That's synchronicity. Yeah, it's synchronous, but yeah, right. It's spelled differently. What do they call grease and grease? They don't call it the local version of animal fat. They wouldn't call their own country animal fatville. Well, it's spelled differently. It's like two I, different, totally different words. I know it's I know it's spelled different. It's just I had a long conversation with Nona the other day about I asked her what she thought, and I think she was less passionate about it than I was. Probably. <laughs> but I explained, I was like, look, other countries don't call themselves what we call it. I was like, Germany? She was like, oh, yeah. That's called something different. I was like, it's Deutschland. I was like, what do you think we should call it? She's like, I don't know. I was like, I think we should call it Deutschland. She's like, that makes sense. I was like, isn't it unfair to call them Germany? She's like, I guess. <laughs> like, Finland calls themselves Swomi. Why do we call it Finland? Kind of sounds like we're kind of sounds like we're making a little comment on it. She's like, I don't fucking care. She's like, I don't give a shit. That's her general vibe. The Cantonese groin? The Cantonese groin. That sounds like the Maltese falcon. Right, right. I don't know why. I mean, obviously, because this was like medieval times. I don't understand their references, but. I would be impressed if somebody in medieval England was like, oh, yeah, China. 
You know, my buddy went there. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're famous for their groins. <laughs> you should check them out. And everyone's like, oh, I love it. I made this plant just because it makes dicks just like that. They would use dildos for self-fuckage. And they would also use it for defloration rituals in the Roman times. Because I suppose that they that you would do that then instead of having it be a marriage thing. Which is interesting. Uh, a ritual like public they would just get everybody around you. <laughs> I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be public. I don't think that rituals like that are generally like public rituals. Is it more like a funeral where only people that know you would come. Well, well, yeah, it's like if you get baptized, not everybody in town comes and watch you get baptized. What do you think the defloration ritual? What's the audience? It'd probably be a bunch of ladies. Yo, you think it's only women? Probably, yeah. Women do fucked up shit to each other. In ancient Greece, they would make dildos out of leather and they would stuff it, and in order to make me like make it as hard as they wanted it to be. What did they stuff it with? Wool. And then they would grease it up with olive oil. Okay, that makes me feel better because I felt bad as soon as I said olive oil, but then I was like, no, they have hell of olives. Yeah, he's for everything. Think about it. The Greeks were also the first people to refer to sex toys as toys. What were they called before that? They would call them other stuff. Everyone called them something different, but no one was calling them toys specifically. Hey, you wanna you wanna come back to my cave and check out my sex monster? Check out my fake dicks. Check out my closet husbands. Uh, they had a bunch of dildos in ancient Greek vase art also. And so they had like dildos where people would be like sucking somebody off and getting a dildo in their butt at the same time. Yeah. Or like chilling doing a dildo. Like it was on the vase, bro. It definitely happened. It's on the vase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, the vases all have explicit stuff and scholars like to go back and be like, they were celebrating the fertility ritual of the earth. They were simply celebrating the cycle of life. But the way that you said it, saying, bro, it definitely happened. It's on the vase here. <laughs> makes a lot more sense to me because I think humans are, you know, slaves to our own dopamine receptors. And I think that definitely there was just some horny vase painters back in the day. And they were like, oh yeah. And I mean, they could just do it. They could just paint triple-ended dildos. Triple-ended dildos. Yeah, they could go, I mean. That sounds like an awkward arrangement. Everybody's bored reading the newspaper. Imagine you don't have that quadruple-ended dildo. Five-ended dildo. What about a (laughs) five-tangle? Mr. Sixer, the six-ended dildo. (laughs) At that point, it's like, It's like a rat king of dildos. Yeah, I was thinking, (laughs) you know, when everybody puts their hands on the Ouija board? (laughs) Right. Are you moving it? (laughs) Someone's moving it. (laughs) Uh, You know what's better than dildos, though? Vibrating dildos. Vibrators. Yeah. So that's where that's where the history of dildos led is to making them vibrate. All dildos, all dildos, all dildos, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else. Then in the late nineteenth century, boom, vibrators. What do you fucking know? It took a really long time to figure those out. I think that was a technology issue though. Yeah. It was originally invented for pain relief for people. And so like people who had like I suppose muscle problems or like there's all kinds of different pain stuff that vibrating on it will help. And yeah. that was the original the original intention for it, right? The guy who invented the 
vibrator was this dude named Joseph Mortimer Granville. And he was the father of the modern electromechanical vibrator. And so he had invented it to treat neuralgia, indigestion, and constipation, and morbid irritability, whatever <laughs> that is. <laughs> Sounds like I, I might have that one. I, yeah. <laughs> Creeping, kind of creeping up on, I think I've diagnosed you with not nutting. (laughs) Morbid irritability, yeah. Dying of being annoyed, of not being able to nut. (laughs) So they used them to treat all that kind of stuff. They would use it to, they would put it on tumors. They would do it on people who had injuries. And then they would do it on women to treat them for hysteria. Now, what is hysteria? In their in their definition. Hysteria is a medical diagnosis that they used to give women back in the old days in the 19th century that was something that just basically covered anything that would have to do with you being a woman or being unsatisfied in your state of being a woman. Okay. So it was anxiety, if you were nervous, if you couldn't sleep, if you were irritable, if you didn't want to have sex, if you wanted to have sex, if you, <laughs> like if you were like sexually forward with people or it, like like there's like a like a billion different reasons they would say you were hysterical. Hysteria is kind of like getting a medical card from your green man provider. <laughs> right. It's kind of like I don't know, my back hurts, I have anxiety and they're like stop and you're like and I would like to nut more. And they're like, okay. Sounds like you need to come and have an appointment with Dr. Nuts. He'll sort your hysteria right out. But so it would, it was prescribed to treat anything. Mm -hmm. Getting vibrated was, and it turned out getting vibrated actually works really good. Right. What they would do is they would, before the invention of the vibrator, they would do genital massage on women. And they would do it to the point of what they referred to as hysterical paroxysm, which is what they used to say when when a lady would nut. Before the invention of the vibrator, they didn't do it that much because they were like, it's too hard. It's too hard and it takes too long for us to do this unnecessary medical procedure on this woman. I just, I could see a, I could see a doctor with its, with his monocle in and a lady's all up and she has her enormous Victorian dress and it's all pulled up and it's taken her two minutes to like unbutton and unsnap it and like flip it all up. And then he does the classic porno move of of jamming his thumb in for like 12 seconds. And then he goes, Madam, have you nutted yet? (laughs) (laughs) Madam, are you at least close? (laughs) Give me an estimate. (laughs) I need a loading bar on this. (laughs) Right. They treated women for hysteria, like, back to the time of, like, like antiquity in Europe. Mm-hmm. They've been like, we need to get these ladies to nut, even though we do not understand it. But physicians didn't see it as a sexual thing. They didn't see doing it as being a sexual activity because it didn't involve penetration. And they just did not regard the 
women having clitorises or anything of having anything to do with sex and so they thought that they could just like get them off because they were not penetrating these women uh, it was not sex of course but they found it mad tedious though like they didn't like to do it and it was all male doctors at that point always yeah and so they made all these vibrators to use some people and to use on these women who were hysterical and then in into the 20th century they started selling them in like mail order catalogs and stuff and they would do like the veiled advertising like they would be like this is a tool that will surely give you a very happy glow and all the ladies agree it's the very best thing (laughs) and that's like it doesn't say fucking anything about what it is so how did how would you have known i mean just like my mind state and the way that i think about things and the way that i put a b and z together like honestly if i was just flipping through a magazine and it was like get the beautiful glow you always need for a lady like you i'd be like i don't need no beautiful glow I would not know what they were talking about. How would people... Are pe- it's like euphemisms on euphemisms on euphemisms. And I feel like when you are... When you're bound by the code of the euphemism, you understand them all. Right? Okay. okay. I don't give a yeah. shit. I'm going to tell you that this is for you to nut on. I don't need to give you a euphemism. That's what it's for. We're going to use this to nut. Like, I imagine I- how your grandmother would tell you about that. And that's how, how it was. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I never had any conversation with my grandmother about nutting. <laughs> Yeah, next time. (laughs) Who knows what things will be like in the next one, buddy. The next next one you got lined up with your fucking bananas grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it it turns out that you're my grandma, I guess I will definitely find out about nutting. I, if I time it just right. Right. Wouldn't it be fucking crazy if in our next life I was your grandma? It's as crazy as anything else. Maybe Natalie, last time it's... you were like my, maybe last time you were like my uh, sister. Yeah. I, and, yeah. And, 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 and back then I would have been like, man, can you imagine if in my next life I was going to marry you and you're going to be some dude? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. In the 60s was when people started being like, whoa, vibrators are awesome. We should definitely use them all the time because look at what they have now. They have fucking cordless ones. Oh, is that when they came up with the... With battery-operated vibrators. Takes just two dry cells like a transistor radio. (laughs) Right. It was based... When they had the the battery-operated vibrators, they were based on on a patent that they had filed in 1938, which was a flashlight that was, it looked like it was probably a vibrator also. It was the iPod microphone of its time. (laughs) Uh, After that, they started fucking going crazy with the fucking vibrators. They started saying, what what shit we can do with this vibrator? Can we do different patterns on it? Can we like adjust the speed? Can we like make it light up? Let's find out. God damn it, they did it. (laughs) 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 So here it is. Here is a mega quiz. I want you to tell me all the sex toys. All of the sex toys? All the sex toys I have on this list. All the sex toys that have ever been invented? All the ones I have on this list. Like, these are all stuff that you could get at your local fuck hut. Like, name brands? No. Like, style of item. What is the item? So, if I say dildo, that would be one? That would be the first one. 
It would be one of them, yes. And so... And I will admit to you that there's probably more than one style of dildo on the list. Think about it. So there's but a, there's all there's a dub, There's stuff. a double dildo. A double-ended dildo. When I worked at the porn place, we had the biggest double-ended dildo I'd ever seen. It was probably like four feet long, and it was about as big around as like a bologna. A bologna. And it was so big and floppy that it was like once a week I would have to re-shrink wrap it because it would break out of the shrink wrap. And people would, everybody that came through the store would probably pick yeah, it up. Yeah, everyone picked it up, and it was it was like in a in a package that was shrink wrap, but it was so heavy and so big that every time people would pick it, pick it up, it would like crack it in half, like pack, crack the shrink wrap in half. And so then I would have to like once a week, I'd have to like clean the dildo off and then put it back in and re shrink wrap it. But nobody ever bought it. No, no, because it wasn't not. it wasn't practical. Uh-uh. They also had one that was like similar of similar size, only it was a big fist. I've seen the big fist one. They had the big fist one and they had like the pointy hand one. The pointy hand has the taper, but they're always uh they're always colored like white person hand. Classic band-aid color. Yeah, band-aid baby. I think that fucking sex toy shit that is supposed to look like human being parts is fucking gross. The fucking sex toys that look like veiny dicks, I think it's gross. The more that they admit that they are just something mechanical and it's its own object that you can enjoy, I think it's more honest. If it's like white person skin color, got little lines in it for imaginary pubic hair, it just looks like they're trying to trick me. I hate being tricked. Right, right. They're trying to trick you into thinking that's a real dick. <laughs> I'd simply hate to be tricked. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. It's one of my main things. Right. <laughs> Don't trick me. So where were we? Dildo, double-ended dildo. The first two sex toys anybody buys, of course. Right, right. The fist. Can I say the fist? The um, fleshy fist. Is that in there? It is a form of dildo. It's a form of dildo. What about the fleshy foot? It's like in the shape of a foot or in the shape of two feet. I think that it does not have stuff. Like stuff on this list is all basically like pretty straightforward. Oh. Like it's not like fetishy stuff. My background in sex toys is for years I've written a blog and I always run across weird sex toys when I'm digging up stuff for the blog. And it's never so much, uh, hey, look at this guy. This guy likes to jack off on plastic feet. It, that's fine if you want to do it. It's just about our human state where we have to have sex with plastic feet. Like that's, if you buy it, you're saying I have to do this and they sell the product. So people, they have to facilitate this. This is just our world we live in. Right. A butt plug. Butt plugs. Everyone, butt plugs. Everyone does butt plug. Um, <laughs> how? What is the good way to say pocket pussy? Because that's what they call. That's what they call it. I think that's a rude name. Um, it is on here. Hold on, let me find it. Synthet- Artificial vagina. Artificial vagina. Okay, but that's all the sex toy people always say that. There's always like a lady with tits that look like they're inflated beach balls, and it says in like Terminator font, it says "fuck the dick." <laughs> right. I, you know what the thing is with a lot of those, like, pocket pussy things, the, like, silicone, like, fuck things, is that they oftentimes will, like, have, like, design elements that are supposed to be, like, remind you of boobs. But it's still, like, just, like, a tube for you to put your dick in. 
Yeah. And there always comes a point where it starts looking like some Cenobite shit. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. There, uh, my, uh, it's hard for me to pick a favorite. It's like I was thinking about this the other days. If somebody were to ask me what my favorite song is, I I simply don't have an answer to that question. It's, uh, my favorite novelty sex toy is probably one where it is a pair of boobs and they're smaller. They're like somewhat smaller than real ones, but they're like pushed together. And then at the base of them, they have a penis coming out. Uh But then on the flip side, behind the boobs and the penis, there's an artificial vagina. And it's called Fuck My Dick. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a very elaborate artificial vagina. That's a Cenobite, though, baby. I feel like that's Cenobite territory. Yeah. That's rounded the bend to where it's so revolting that it's like there's no way that they could expect that this would trick me. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're fucking butterball man. So it <laughs> So it's like the it's like the horseshoe theory for sex toys. On one side, you have like the clear plastic Danish one. It's called like Man's Pleasure and the it's got an instruction manual and it just says like sure, we all love pleasure. <laughs> And it's just like a perfect cylinder. And it's like, put your penis in the cylinder. There's a hole right there. That's what you're supposed to do, man. And then, like, (laughs) right. And then the veiny dicks are in the middle. That's the uncanny valley. And then all the way on the other side, you have the Cenobite shit. There's one that's a lady, but it's like a lady's face molded in silicone. But it's all distorted because it's got, like, perspective built into it. Because it's about two feet long and it's just a lady's head sort of shoulders and then like an ass but you're supposed to because her head is far away and they built it so the perspective looks like she's looking at you but then the product pictures on amazon have it rotated in such a way that her face is like distorted like she's screaming in terror as she's (laughs) passing through a wormhole right sure (laughs) so is a sex doll a sex toy that's an artificial vagina baby it's all artificial vaginas. Okay. Okay. But Just because have, you have legs on it doesn't mean it's not a fake vagina. Vibrator. There's all different kinds of vibrators. Do you have more than one listed? Um, yeah. There's the little bullet ones that come on bullet the cable. Vibrators is one of them. There's vibrating dildo, where it's a dildo and it vibrates. Like a G spot vibrator. Oh, you want me to get specific? Yeah, it's meant to vibrate your G spot. Right. Which is the, it's kind of the ass of the clit. (laughs) Just hit it from the back. Right. (laughs) There's, what would you call a magic wand? A big buzzy boy. That's a Hitachi magic wand. Oh, that's literally Hitachi magic wand is Mm -hmm. on the list. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's the standard. We'll get to them. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I'll see. What about? Cock ring. Is uh, that cock rings, yes. But they they call it they call it cock ring. I feel like cock is maybe a more rude word than I, I used to say cock when I was younger instead of saying dick. But after I got to a certain age I started saying dick instead. I think I mellowed out a little bit. Yeah, I think cock is a little bit porno to say. It may be a local thing. I think in Ohio we call them dicks. I think yeah, you know, I think dick is more popular. 
I would feel very weird referring to my penis as a cock. I don't think I ever would. It would it would be you just made a head motion that implied that maybe I should. So, <laughs> I think it doesn't matter. Just it's your it's your guy. You decide what you want to call him. I don't ever like talking about my penis unless I'm like, excuse me, there's something wrong with my penis. I don't like talking about it because it kind of feels like when the kid does the finger thing in The Shining and he says red rum. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to do a little red rum. What else? Uh, strap on. Strap on dildos. Does chin dildo? It's just a dildo, baby. It's a chin dildo is just a dildo now. I see how it is. <laughs> Yeah. The uh, the brand name of the chin dildo that came to prominence was called the Accommodator. It's the most undignified sex toy possible. It's a tight race, but I think you might be right. I, I would not. I would not be able to like take someone seriously ever again if they stepped to me wearing the Accommodator. What about nipple clamps? Is that yes. okay? That's a yes. Penis pump or vagina pump, are those on there? Um, or nipple pump, they have little mini... Nipple suction devices are on there. But not penis pump. Uh, or... Penis pump is not on here. And no vagina pump, huh? This list is not complete. This is like a, this is like a, someone who is like less adventurous, their list. I think I've just looked at very many sex toys I used to, in I mean, my I life, used, and I, you I, used I, to sell them. I used to sell them for such a long time, and I probably has, have sit, sat in a room with literally nothing but sex toys for probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of my life. Because we're in the future now. We're in 2020. Everything is silicone now, and everything is like for a positive experience for you and your partner, <laughs> which is great. I think it's good to have a little bit of seediness right. in the mix. I think it I think it spices it up. I think if sex toys are just here's a here's a purple rod, use it in a positive way with whoever you want, no judgment. It's kinda like can you judge me a little. <laughs> right. Call me a slut, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. That may just be my own problem I have. So I think you ought to just half and half. Half of it should just be use this. Look, connect to Wi-Fi. Use it with your partner. Like the thing where you hook it into the vagina, but then it also buzzes the penis if you do the penis and the vagina right. thing. Right. I don't understand that thing. But then that hooks to Wi-Fi and, and then it, it leaks your data. Right. It leaks your fuck data. And you're like, oh, someone's having weird, awkward sex in order to try to keep this vibrator in right now. Let's <laughs> see how long it takes them to turn it off. That's like the only data I can think of that they would they would have with that thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like a purple chip clip. Right. Uh, uh, buzzing my Bluetooth. Hold on, it came to... Post, uh, posted to Facebook. God damn it. I'm trying to think of, like, what bachelorettes would buy. Because, like, when they do bachelorettes and then they all drink the straws that are penis. Yeah, those aren't sex toys. Those are penis straws. No one's getting gratified by using those. Gosh, artificial vagina just covers so many things as an umbrella <laughs> term. Right. I'm really... <laughs> What about 
the thing as a man that has all the different arms on it and you're supposed to put it in your butt. Like it's like a, a plastic, it's like a coat hanger and then it also looks like a turd. And you're supposed <laughs> to put it in. A and prostate massager? Yeah. You're supposed to put it in. A prostate massager. What about the sex furniture? Like they sell the big foam ramps and bubbles. Whoops. Uh, liberator pillows, but that's not the only uh, sex furniture I have on my the list. The brand name, brand name. Yeah, nothing is more liberating <laughs> than having a giant $100 foam triangle in your house forever. Right, right. That's my iPod ramp. <laughs> you know, it just sounds better at this angle. <laughs> uh, what about the metal balls? That you put in balls. That you put in the vagina. Mm -hmm. I uh, all the times I went to Florida, they always had those at gift shops, and I remember me and my sister playing with them because you could like rotate them in your hands. You could do a little. Those are like the little. Those are different. Those are different balls. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> the Benoit ball. They're like little. Okay. Much to think about. <laughs> I don't know. I think you have to tell me the rest. Okay. I did my best. You're pretty good. Ah, okay. I'm going to tell you the rest, though. Uh, electro stimulation toys, like the little Zapparoos. Okay. I remember going to the goth club and someone had the Zapparoo there and people were going and getting their shit zapped. Cool. That's your thing. Spanking furniture. So special furniture to give, like, better butt access for butt whips. Uh, sex gliders. And sex swings, which I suppose are different. Uh, fisting slings. There is a style of dildo called a horseshoe, which is which is like curved, so you get it in your vagina and your butt. Oh, that's not good. Uh, they have Kegel exercisers, which is like uh, that that weird app. It's the <laughs> app that has the little nodule you put in your vagina, and then you squeeze it to play Pac-Man and Flappy Bird. <laughs> yeah. You squeeze it to play Flappy Bird. <laughs> Only it's like different graphics. It's like butterflies since it's for girls. <laughs> 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 That's the most four girls video game that there is. Um, there's fuck machines, which is like those things where it's like a dick on like a motor and, it, and it, it's like a jackhammer, basically. Yeah. And you just like yeah. bend over in front of it. And it's like a Nine Inch Nails video. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anal beads, uh, anal vibrators. There's rabbit vibrators. There's Sibians. Oh, that's the one where, is it motorized? Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, how does the motor work? It's like, it's like a huge thing. It is like half, it's like a barrel. It's like half a barrel. It plugs in. And so it is like a fucking King Kong motherfucker of a vibrator. Does the dildo move back and well, forth? Or I what? think you can put attachments on it. Like whatever okay. kind of thing you want, and okay. then that whole bitch fucking vibrates. That is definitely like commitment. It's like a coffee table. They're huge. It's not casual. Uh -huh. I think it's fine if I think it's fine if you want to have it. I think unless you're getting paid to nut, then you don't need one of those. If you, what you're doing is you, nutting is your job, and all you got to do is nut all the time, then I can understand having like a massive piece of industrial fuck equipment where you can just like sit on it all day and like nut nineteen times. That's fine. But like spending like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for something that is like going to have to be in the middle of your bedroom. That's an iPod that you cannot explain away as easily. <laughs> <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? And like, I bet you it's heavy. It probably weighs at least like 30 pounds, I bet. It's a plug. If it's a plug in the wall joint, then yeah. And it's like hefty enough that you can sit on it because you got to straddle on it. Yeah, well, lots of people are working from home these days, so. <laughs> Maybe I should get one of those instead of having a having a chair at my desk. Maybe I like working more. People used <laughs> to sit on exercise balls. I right. think this is just a step up. Right. Cock harness, which is like the gates of hell. Uh, docking sleeves, which I had not heard about. Double-ended fake vagina. So you and a friend dock it together. So you ha- So it's like a double-ended fleshlight. So uh-huh. you and your buddy have sex with m- mirror image vaginas. Uh-huh. So it's like a smaller version of the Ouija board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, are you moving it? <laughs> A penis extender, which is like the thing you put on there to have extra dick. And then they have penis sleeves, which are like the things you put on your penis to make it bumpy or something. Dick texture. Okay. I think I nailed the main ones, though. You got them. You got them. But you know the king of sex toys. The Hitachi magic wand. Hitachi magic wand. If If you have a vibrator, just get that. If you're a vibrator person, there's a reason it's the classic. Because it fucking works and it never breaks. You're gonna have it forever. You're going to nut forever. So the Hitachi Magic Wand is an AC-powered wand vibrator. It was originally invented for muscle pain, but people found out that it works way better for other stuff. The Hitachi Magic Wand works so well to stimulate anybody's genitals (laughs) that there are cases of men who have become paralyzed. They have no sensation below below the waist. In the Hitachi Magic Wand works in such a consistent manner. There are men who have been paralyzed and they want to have kids. They can put the Hitachi Magic Wand, even though you have no sensation, your spinal cord, you have a spinal injury, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't feel anything below a certain point in your back. They can put the Hitachi Magic Wand on your genitals and they can cause you to nut. Your body, it's so strong and it's so specific to that certain thing, it will still make you nut. And it works in like 30 seconds. Right. They did a a study, a research study, where they had a group of 500 chronically anorgasmic women. So 500 women who just could not fucking nut. 93% of women who had never been able to nut were able to nut with Hitachi Magic Wand. That's that is great, and that is if the Hitachi Corporation did not pay for that, they should have gone back and paid for it. Right, the Hitachi Magic Wand hit the scene, nineteen sixty eight, and there is a sex educator named Betty Dodson who was the one who's like, "Hey guys, have you tried this Japanese back massager on your crotch?" Because that's where it's at. Yeah, she was one of the OG people that was like, hey, have you tried having sex for fun? Have you tried to actually enjoy having sex? Because if you enjoy it, it's way better. Get this, if you nut too, it's way better. (laughs) Somebody had to be the first person to say it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is 12 inches long, weighs 1.2 pounds, and it has a two and a half inch head on it like a rubbery head. Hitachi was pretty adamant. This is not a vibrator for your crotch. This is something for your back and your back pain to make you relax your body, right? Yeah. Everyone was using them for vibrators and Hitachi never acknowledged that it was for that. Really? Uh Uh-huh. They said that they have the massagers as personal care items 
And the people who are salespeople for Hitachi know what it's for without having to say, say it. And so they, they would never say it. They would never say that's what it's for. And they were like, people who are going to come and come to us to buy them, they know what it's for. We don't need to say it. So It's the classic, do not say bong in the store. Right. <laughs> in 2002, it was mentioned in an episode of Sex in the City. And after that, it got so popular that in 2013, Hitachi stopped making them because they didn't like having their name attached to a sex toy. Really? Their distributor, their U.S. distributor, persuaded them to keep making magic wands, but they changed the branding on it. So the packaging since 2013 has said original magic wand instead of saying Hitachi magic wand. You gotta think they're giving up that brand recognition. I don't... They make so much other stuff aside from the vibrators. If there was something that I was constantly fucking... If there was an item that I was constantly fucking and I knew that it would just always work and I knew that I had had it for years and it just still worked, I just plug it in and it just makes it happen, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was at Best Buy and I was like, oh, y'all have a toaster? (laughs) I'd buy the fucking toaster. Right. right. Wouldn't you buy the fucking toaster? (laughs) I would buy something that Hitachi made that wasn't a magic wand because I know that my Hitachi magic wand is like one of the only things I've ever bought where it always works. Every time it works. (laughs) Even if you think it shouldn't work, it's still going to (laughs) work. They just threw it away. I think they were too embarrassed. I think they threw it away. There's that brand recognition. I mean, Hitachi could sell anything. Uh-huh. They had the power in the palm of their hands. But then their hand got numb and they dropped it. They <laughs> 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 got, got a little neuralgia. <laughs> <laughs> uh now like there's people on instagram and there's like people who do like online stuff and they all get like special promotional items i had a makeup blog and i got like some stuff like not for not a whole ton of it because my whole thing was i was gonna say it sucks <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. some people weren't like dying to send me stuff i would get stuff but but like not really but the only time i ever got like swag from a company was I had made a comic where I drew Hitachi Magic Wand and their U.S. distributor messaged me and they're like, would you like a Hitachi Magic Wand? And I was like, well, my comic implied I already had one, but I'll take a backup. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I got two of them. Just so in case we have company, I can be a good host. They they have uh, researched its use for treatment of female sexual arousal disorder and chronic anorgasmia, which I mentioned before. The Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology in 1979 had a study that found that self-administered treatment and use of the magic wand to be the best method to achieve orgasm. I can't think of anything that would be better for your brand. Right? This is the thing that will guarantee make fucking everybody nut. And it's 60 bucks? Get out of here. That's like one Call of Duty game. I've never nutted to Call of Duty. <laughs> no. <laughs> When it is set on low, it vibrates at 5,000 RPM. When it is on high, it vibrates at 6,000 RPM. So 100 hertz. Mm-hmm. 100 and hertz. 
like 80? 83. Those must be like fundamental frequencies. Yeah, that's like the frequency of nutting. It is the best vibrator, but it has like setbacks, namely that it is not waterproof or water resistant. It will get hot if you use it for more than 25 minutes with, which to that I will say, I don't understand why it cannot make you nut in like two minutes tops. Like, 25 minutes, if you're still using the magic wand, you need to put it away because you're going to kill your shit. Your crotch is going to die. The other the other thing with the magic wand is that if you use it all the time, then it makes it harder for you to get off because it is, like, very insistent. And then it makes anything that's not a magic wand not as, not as exciting. Okay. So that's the only drawback is that it's so good that you don't you don't want to try to get off some other way right you're like i'm trying to get off this other way but it's too subtle it's not getting me that far it's getting oh, it's, uh, it's getting me to this point and i just know that i just need to totally fucking buzz off <laughs> 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 so what did you learn today about sex toys and stuff like that you know i figured that people were having sex all kinds of different ways going back. I didn't realize that it really went back so very far. I was surprised that sex sling and fisting sling were two of the fundamental elements of sex toys. <laughs> and yet the fuck my dick XL simply was an artificial vagina <laughs> right. to the maker. I mean, maybe I'm a connoisseur. Maybe... <laughs> There's like a device called the Master Series Lip and Tongue, and it's like a series of bars you screw together, and the product picture is a blindfolded lady, and she's got her lips squeezed in it, and then there's another bar that has her tongue squeezed through it. It looks like she's licking the the mini blinds. (laughs) It looks like she got her face caught in mini blinds, and that was nowhere to be seen on the list, so as Wikipedia (laughs) would say, this list is incomplete. You can help by adding to it. Right. Uh, but I do know one thing. Is you know a great place to use your sex toy? Where's that? Harlem Township, Ohio. Oh, I always use my sex toys there. It's they in always Del- have those outside, those outside outlets, like outside the library and stuff. You just plug your magic wand in right there. Do they have a library in Harlem Township? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I think you might have been at a different library. Harlem Township (laughs) has a dam. I don't think it has a library, but they've got horses and the nicest people northeast of Columbus, Ohio. You know what I like to do? I like to ship fruit. What do you do when you ship fruit, Natalie? Doesn't it arrive rotten? No, I put a little packet in it. Where do you get your packets? I get it from Hazel Technologies. Purveyors of little packets to make your fruit not rot in the mail. Hazel Technologies, that must be what's keeping my fruit fresh. Thanks. Produce shipping solutions. Thanks. We really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, subscribe. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. Get on our Discord. Here are the 70 episodes you haven't heard yet. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. I love you. Good night. Goodbye.